countdown begins. Fresh. You're listening to the Plumbing Sales Coach, where we give companies the strategies and skills to create a massive customer following. up everyone welcome to another episode of the fresh approach i'm your host cf the plumbing sales coach and today we're going to dive into this idea of the 10,000 hour rule now if you watched the show last night on facebook or youtube we talked about this idea of focus focus being the key thing that will keep your or make your business successful. We talked about that last night on the show. And one of the points that we made was that it takes 10,000 hours to become an expert. This is a book that's been out for a while called Outliers. And this book breaks down this idea of time investment into one particular activity, time investment into one particular skill or gifting or whatever it is that we're talking about. Maybe it's a sport, maybe it's a, a craft, maybe it's a trade. And these 10,000 hours is what's required to accumulate in order for you to become an expert, someone that can do it well, someone that can do it at a level that's better than a beginner, someone who knows what they're doing, uh, an NBA player, maybe Bobby Fischer, a chess player. In fact, the article I was reading here says there are no instant experts in chess, certainly no instant masters or grandmasters. There appears not to be one, not any on record of any case, including Bobby Fischer, where a person reached grandmaster level with less than about a decade's intense preoccupation with the game. We would estimate very roughly that a master has spent perhaps 10,000 to 50,000 hours staring at chess positions. Now, I, I, it says positions, not pieces. I had to look at that a few times. And they're talking about the overall layout and how the pieces may play out in any given game and what you can do there from that. And so it's the same as uh, when we go out to replumb. I, I had a, a newer plumber reach out to me, and he had never experienced Orangeburg. And so he was into the ground, cast iron, breaking out, came across his Orangeburg, and had some questions, had never experienced that. That's because maybe they don't have the 10,000 hours in, or maybe they haven't seen that before. And the more hours that you spend out in the field, the more you learn. In fact, we all know in service plumbing that it is much a different skill set than new construction. The idea of diagnosing something that's already been around that is now breaking down and re basically reverse engineering the way that works to go back and figure out what caused it is a, is a skill set that experience has to be considered experience comes into play the better you are at diagnosing more likely the more experience you have they go hand in hand and when we talked about it on the show we talked about this idea of focus being so instrumental focus being so key to any success of anything staying focused but one of those ways to stay focused was to put in these hours and so today we're going to unpack the 10,000 hours. Really, the key to being successful in the service plumbing game is to stay focused. And we're going to highlight the 10,000 hours. We're going to take a look at it from a couple different perspectives. Number one, there is just the reality of putting in the time and putting in the work. That's going to be our first point that we're going to really dive into. You know, so many mindsets, everything. So many people start out and they, they don't know why they're not where someone else is. 
They, they start to look at themselves and doubt their ability. They start to look at themselves and doubt their plan, doubt their desire, doubt their purpose, doubt their dream, doubt their goals based on someone else. But we don't know everything going on as it relates to that someone else. In fact, on the show, I talked about the movie Social Dilemma and I talked about how the power of social media and the power of the distractions on our notifications on our phones and all these different things that go into that. Social media is a fake reality. It is not real. Some real things end up on there, but it is not a full picture. It is not a true snapshot of what's going on in someone's life. If you see somebody doing well in life, what it doesn't show you is all of the failure. What it doesn't show you is all the pitfalls. When you see somebody on vacation, it doesn't show you the argument deciding where to eat lunch on the way to the vacation. It doesn't show you when we woke up the next morning and everybody was arguing about something or someone didn't get enough sleep and they were grumpy. It doesn't show you that. What we see is after the arguments, after the food, after the mess, this picture in front of a sign, this picture in front of a, a beautiful landscape. Oh, by the way, that's not the first picture they took. That's take 12. Stop moving. Take your hand. Move your hands. Stop. Smile. Why can't everyone smile? Look at the camera. Photos 1 through 12. And then number 12 comes out glorious. And that's the one that gets lift, loaded up to Instagram. Oh, wait, not yet. We got to put a filter on it. Let's crop it. Let's add some emojis, some emojis, some all kinds of things. And it, the things that I, I'm like, come on. I tell my wife, like, baby, do not set expectations based on that for us. We're not going to have that much fun. <laughs> In all seriousness, though. There is the reality of putting in the time to get to that photo, to get to that moment, to get to that breakthrough. You know, when someone has an amazing brand, it wasn't day one, usually. And for those that it was day one, that's probably because they already worked somewhere. They already learned this principle through the 10,000-hour practice, maybe not with their own business, but someone else's business. And so they needed to do it when they got to their business, but they wouldn't have known to do it if it wasn't for that experience, look, the 10,000 hour rule is just simply a way for us to open our minds up, wake up and go, Hey, okay, nothing happens overnight. Tony Robbins said, I heard it from Tony. I don't know where he got it from, but he says people overestimate what they can do in one year and they underestimate what they can do in 10 years. And the thing about that's so crazy is if we just live in the un the unexpected 10 year version, we're completely satisfied and we constantly feel like we're making ground, we're making accomplishment. But if we focus our, uh, our expectations on the one year idea, then we're always underwhelmed and undersatisfied. And then we end up quitting. That's why most businesses fail. They quit. They quit because they didn't understood that it took 10,000 hours. They got, demotivated they got told that they sucked the world told them someone told them they're doing everything wrong at around four thousand hours they don't know no better and they start to believe it and they get to about sixty five hundred to seven thousand hours and they quit and they quit i remember a story about kobe bryant which is really going to kind of lead us into point two i'm not going to get there just yet but i remember a story about kobe bryant and it was about his, I think he played 20-something seasons, but I think it was like his 12th or 14th season, NBA Finals MVP, NBA champion, three or four times over, maybe five times over at this point. 
I mean, just a beast in the argument. You know, I, we all know Michael was the greatest, but he was, we, we, that, that debate went on for years when he was in his younger and, and middle of his career. Could he be, would he pass all those thoughts? And yet he went out one summer and met with Bill Russell, one of the greatest big men in the game and wanted to work on footwork. He wanted to learn from someone who had spent 10,000 hours in the post position, not just 10,000 hours in the court, not just 10,000 hours in the gym, not just 10,000 hours in the NBA, but specifically in that thing, that one skill, that one area he wanted to get better at. And so he didn't have the 10,000 hours, so he approached someone who did. Hey, look, a lot of you watch the show for this reason. You guys, you listen to the podcast, you watch the show. Some of you, a lot of you are in the training program. Whether you're in the training program or you're in the coaching program, you are in the fresh force. You're an advocate, so be an advocate. Start using the hashtag service over sales. Start using the hashtags always be serving. We pay attention. We love that. We might send you a gift. We want this message to be heard. We're not starting a business. We're starting a movement. We're going to change. If you go back two years ago to my early shows, you'll hear me talk about this. We're going to set the bar in the plumbing industry for the rest of the world so they can chase us. So it's no longer Disney leading the pack when it comes to service. It's the plumbing game leading the service. And oh, what a mark we could make because the customer, well, they expect it from Disney, but they don't expect it from us. And so when we give them that experience, wow, what what an amazing difference. What a competitive advantage you would have that's being part of the fresh force you don't have to be a a, someone who spends money with us you can just simply be about it let us know tag us here's the second point when you're in the fresh point when you're in the fresh force you get surrounded by other people who have the ten thousand hours you get surrounded by other people who might have the fifty thousand hours Live in that community. Look, we can all go to the groups, the plumbing groups that belittle people and rip you apart and make fun of everyone. And those are fun for maybe entertainment if that's your thing. You know, I, I like positivity, so it's not my thing. I'm not in a lot of those groups anymore. But there is a group. Our service, uh, ours, ours always be serving. I don't know what it's called anymore, the, the group that we have. I'll try to find out before the end of the show here and let you guys know. But you can join that group and join others who want to make you better. Maybe you'll make them better. I'm definitely down for either. I mean, really, we're just looking for people to be a part of the group that want to make it better. It's called Fresh Force Service Plumbing Experts. Fresh Force Service Plumbing Experts. Uh, We post the show in there. We post a bunch of stuff in there. Other people post stuff in there. We give advice. People get advice. People give advice. It's a great place to be around other people who are 10,000 hours strong. If, if you're not in any kind of business development program for yourself, if you're techs or if you're a tech, you're not any kind of career development program, you should be. Get around other people. Look, you can get in our program or you can get in a program. Yeah, I'm not so foolish to think that there isn't another program out there that can't help you to each his own. Find what fits you, but get in something. The point one is, Hey, there's 10,000 hours that have to be put into this. Stop measuring yourself against people on social. You don't know how many hours they have versus how many hours you have. But the second point is to get around those people. You know, it's funny as I go to church and church is often misunderstood. I heard one person say, sometimes you go to church to make it better. And sometimes you go to church to make you better. And every week is different. 
Because iron sharpens iron. If you want to get around people and talk about how horrible you are and how terrible everyone is, and you can live in that. You can live in that life. You can have that mentality. You can surround yourself around those people. Uh, in our in our workplace group, uh, one of our guys that works here on staff, Cost, some of you have heard his name on the show, Chris Cost. He, King of Service Talk is what his nickname is. He actually put a post out by Denzel Washington and said, you hang around five rich people, you'll be the sixth. You hang around five geniuses, you'll be you'll be the sixth. You hang around five successful people, you'll be the sixth. You hang around five idiots, you'll be the sixth. What do you feel in your head with? Mindset is everything. Attitude is everything. The mentality that you have, the outlook, the worldview that you have will then shape the attitude that you're going to carry around with you for that moment of time, day, week, month, life, whatever you choose because attitudes change. And when you walk around the earth with a good worldview, meaning I'm going to look at this thing in a positive light because I'm around people who are filling me with positivity and I'm going to... Understand this principle of constantly getting better. And I'm going to lift others up. Your attitude's going to be better and people are going to want to be around you. Customers, employees. Like Chris, it's hard to keep employees. No, it's not. Maybe for you. Stop looking outward, start looking inward. Let's find out why. Why is it hard for you to keep employees? Why is it hard for you to get employees? Why is it hard for you? To build a business. Why is it hard for you? Uh, Patrick Leonard, who's in our program, Mr. Drippy Plum, we talked about him on the show last night. He's now a coach in our program as well. Here's a guy who totally gets that. I, this guy, I've, I've, I've been, I've really gotten a chance to work with him very closely, very closely. His family, my family, like we're pretty much all family now at this point. I don't even know when his kids come over. I'm like, I just parent everyone. I don't even know. Is that my kid? I don't care. Stop it. Like we're all, we're all just one. I'm yelling at him and his wife. He's yelling at me and my wife. No, I'm joking. But but we're we're like family now. We're we're kind of and and I know him. I know him. I know him real well now. I've I spent time with him in his worst times and his best times. I've seen how he reacts to the good and the bad. I know him. This is a guy who will refuse to blame someone else for his problem. He will refuse to blame life circumstances on his problems. Why? Because of the people he surrounds himself. Why? Because of his attitude. Why? Because he's a winner. He's a winner. Don't you want to be around winners? Look, do you want to sit on the bench and hang out with the bench players? Or do you want to be on the court with Michael? Or do you want to be in the stands trying to be an NBA basketball player? Or do you want to be on the street going to the game, pickup games trying to be an NBA player? Look, if you want to be an NBA player, surround yourself with NBA players. That's just common sense. That's why young kids go to camps. That's why they go to athletic camps. That's why they go to sports camps. In fact, I'm staring right now at my producer, who was a Division II baseball player. Was recruited by Division I. Made some choices. He went with Division II for specific reasons. I don't know all of them. I think his faith had something to do with it. But this guy threw flat-footed 97 miles an hour. On the mound, I think he threw around 93. Was it about 93? I think you were scouted. You tried out for the Reds as a high schooler. You were scouted by these play by these teams. You you were legit. You had a real now your your elbow and your shoulder gave you some troubles. You had some surgeries. But you didn't go hang around with the kids who didn't know how to play baseball to get better at baseball, did you? The only people that did that didn't make the team. And you guys worked out together? In fact, I think you've told me tons of stories. You had a workout kind of person, right? 
you and this guy worked out a lot. You kind of practiced a lot. You got seen. You even tried to pull your senior card on the coach one time. Like, oh, we were working out earlier. <laughs> hey, ten thousand hours with the coach, and you start to learn the coach. What can we get away with? What can we get away with? But he was trying to do it with someone else on the team. The point I'm saying here is put yourself in good company. Who do you want to be? What do you want to be like? And get around people like that. According to Denzel Washington, it kind of happens through osmosis in some ways. But you can't skip over the first point, which is you got to put the 10,000 hours in. You understand that there's 10,000 hours, so you don't hold yourself to the expectation. You don't get depressed. You don't have a low self-esteem. You don't start looking at yourself in a negative light just because you don't have the 10,000 hours and you're not as far as someone that has the 10,000 hours, but it should propel you. It should motivate you. It should move you to want to put the 10,000 hours in. And while you're putting those 10,000 hours in, you should want to do it with someone else who is where you're trying to get. Look, this is a perfect lead-in to our coaching program. Our coaching program's full. I know you've heard me say that before, but we've added more coaches. So we have more coaching opportunities. You still get our training program. You still get me once a month on a live training. And then you get this coach to come alongside you, someone who's done it, been there, has 10, 20, 50. This dude that... Patrick is our other coach. Patrick's got probably 100,000 hours in on this thing. He knows all the ways to not do it and all the ways to do it. He ran it with construction. He ran it with service. He ran it residential. He's done it all commercial. He's done it all. And he has a lot of success. He has a national brand, and he is ready to help. Just reach out to us. Now, look, you can get free training if you want to test the waters out, or you can go right into a coaching program. Either way, you go to theplumbingsalescoach.com. You go down and you request more information. If you want the free training, you just type in, I want the free training, yo. Hook it up, dog. That's what you can write it right in there like that. My team will hook it up. Or you can put, I'm interested in the personal coaching. That doesn't mean that you can't get the free training. It just means that you're interested in the personal coaching. We'll reach out to you and get you that information as well. This is a great way to put the 10,000 hours in and a great way to do it with people who have done it. So easy, easy, simple path right here. And the third point that I want to make today, I really, it, it's, um, seems like it would be common sense, but it's not because when I read it, I was like, oh, dang. Now the book Outliers is a great book. A lot of people know about that book, but the book, The Sports Gene is another book that David Epstein wrote. For those that don't know who David Epstein is, he's kind of the famed guy that helped. I think it was, uh, was it the Red Sox or the, uh, the Yankees win all those? One of those guys, Cashman and Epstein. I can't remember which one's which. We're going to look it up. But he won. He, he, he's basically the guy that was the, the he built the, this team that I'm thinking of, this baseball team. He, he pretty much put them in position to win championship after championship and compete in a way that, I mean, look him up. Look this guy up. He knows what he's talking about. He's worked with some of the best. He's worked with some of the best. And the thing that he said really blew my mind. Really, really, really blew my mind. And he said this. He said, look, the 10,000 rule, that 10,000 rule, it's really just an average. Right? It's really just an, ab- an average. 
And here's what he means by that. He says a violinist could easily, could easily, oh, uh, it looks like it was the uh, the Red Sox is the, the thing I was, uh, yeah, he helped them win their uh, their first World Series in like 348 years or something crazy. The Great Bambino Curse or something. So it was the Red Sox. And I think he's now with the Cubs. And now he's just a, I think he's just like a, a consultant. But he says that a violinist could practice 10,000 hours and another violinist could practice 10,000 hours. That's the point he's making in the book. But one of them may be more efficient with their practice. Did you catch that? One of them may be more efficient with their practice. And the reason why that matters is because somebody could get there faster than someone else. And so... The point he's trying to make here is, is not so much that some people are more gifted than others. He says some people are more intentional than others. Oh, because a lot of times we want to oftentimes say, well, maybe I'm just not good enough. Maybe I'm just not cut out for this. Maybe this isn't my skill set. Maybe I'm not able to. But the reality is, is that's not it at all. Have you ever heard the word hustle outworks talent? Hustle beats talent every day, I think is the statement. Hustle is the idea of putting in the work. Talent is what you were gifted with to start out with. But you versus you can have a different outcome based on the work that you put in developing that talent, developing that skill. Here's here's what I really want to say. When you train your technicians... I made a joke about this on the show last night. But when you train your technicians, do they get 10,000 hours of intentional, focused training? Or do they just get 10,000 hours of plumbing? Like, are, are you trying to make this guy NBA ready by making him watch basketball over and over and over again? Or you actually have him passing the ball for 10,000 hours and then shooting the ball for 10,000 hours and then dribbling for 10,000 hours and then footwork for 10,000 hours and then post up for 10,000 hours and then back down for 10,000 hours. Three-point shot for 10,000 hours. Layups for 10,000 hours. Are you doing that? Here's how I tell my, my, my the, the companies in our program. I say, look... Every state, every country, Canada, the U.S., Australia, those are the three continents I pretty, or the three countries I work with as far as clients go. The regulations are definitely different. I get that. Especially here in the states, state to state, like Texas, Minnesota, you got some more stringent, uh, Illinois, you're a little more stringent, Indiana, not so much. I think in Alabama, you didn't, you, if you own a pipe wrench, you're a plumber. No, I'm just, I'm totally joking for all you Bama folks. I'm joking. I'm teasing. But the reality is, is that how do we train these guys? You know, I remember when I first came in the trade, it was like, you go on a call and you look at a toilet. Then the next day you're looking at a sewage ejector. Then the next day you're looking at a water heater. Then the next day you're looking at gas lines. And the next day you're running a sump pump discharge line. Then the next day, and it's like, by the time I get back around to a toilet, I don't remember. Show me again. But I, but I know where the channel locks are. I know where the flashlight is. I know where the pipe dope is because you sent me out to the truck a thousand times to get that. I got my 10,000 hours in for finding parts and materials and supplies, but I, but I still don't know how to plumb. I've only got 30 minutes in on that, 25 minutes in on that. I got an hour in on that. And you'll notice after about two years, the guys know how to make PEX connections. They don't know how to diagnose anything. Maybe you do if you're, if you're two hours, depending on how you're trained. 
I met a lot of shops where they've got a guy that's been working there for a year and he doesn't really seem like he knows any more than he would have when he started. Be intentional. Put your guy in the shop where there's already plumbing existing and have him rebuild the toilet for two straight days. That's intentional focus. That guy will be a master at toilets in two days. Tear it apart, put it together, take it apart, put it together, tear it apart, take it together. Pull, reset, pull, reset, pull, reset, pull, reset. Redo the flange, redo the flange, redo the flange. Rebuild the toilet, rebuild the toilet, rebuild the toilet. Pull, reset, pull, reset, pull, reset. That guy will be so good he'll be able to train the next guy. You won't just have someone that can install toilets. You'll have someone that can train it. You want duplication? You want to scale? You want to grow? You want to do what you see some of these? Look, make no mistake. Numbers don't lie, but at the same time, they can tell a different story than maybe the true story. And what I mean by this, when you see these guys with all these trucks, that doesn't mean that they're maximizing every call. That doesn't mean they're as profitable. I know guys that have 30 trucks that make twice as much as guys that have four trucks. Can't make it up. I said that right. They have 30 trucks, but they're only making twice as much as they got four trucks. I just saw a post the other day. Uh, somebody saying, take every call. Book every call. Book every single call. Book it now. Book it now. Book it now. Book every call. Book every call. All that tells me is that person's never had an overflood of calls where you couldn't book that many calls. Be careful who you take advice from. Are they really looking out for you or are they just looking to make money? You have to get around people who have done it, who know what they're doing and can help you get where you want to get. There's a certain way to do it that's intentional with focus, and then there's other ways to do it that is just doing it. There's a lot of ways to make money, but our program is make big money the right way while having your life back. And that's it, guys. That's the bottom line. You need to understand that it takes time. Overestimate what you can do in one year, underestimate what you can do in 10 years. That's the golden rule. That's what people do. That's what Tony Robbins says. 10,000 hours is what it takes according to the book Outliers. But David Epstein says, wait a minute. If we intentionally focus those hours, we can get there faster. It's an average. And all I'm saying to you is, is be intentional by putting in the hours the right way, doing it the right way throughout your whole entire business and throughout your whole entire organization. That's the key. That's the magic. The key to success is focus, staying focused, getting on track, knowing where you're going, following that plan, putting in the 10,000 hours and removing the distractions. All of that will make sense to those that watched the show last night. And if you didn't, Go back and watch it. Facebook, YouTube. You can go right onto our page, The Plumbing Sales Coach. You can go to either facebook.com forward slash The Plumbing Sales Coach or youtube.com forward slash The Plumbing Sales Coach. Or you can just go to those channels themselves or those, those entities themselves and just search The Plumbing Sales Coach. Either way, you're going to find the show. You're going to watch the show. And all of this is going to make complete sense. Make sure you type replay when you watch that show and we will respond to you. We love you. We really do. Make sure you get the free training. Make sure you get our free ebook. Go to our website. Get all of the tools that you can that are free. Get better. Train yourselves. Train your team. We love you. Remember, serve your communities and everything, not just plumbing. Have a great day. Fresh. Thank you.
Thanks for listening to another episode of The Fresh Approach. Be sure to check out our new show, The Fresh Experience, on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern on YouTube and Facebook. We'll see you there. Fresh.